if you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up, a story published at pinknews.co.uk, written by Denai Nesta Kupemba. LGBTQ plus groups in Ghana are banding together to sue the government after 21 queer activists were arrested and inhumanely tortured while in custody last year. On 20 May 2021, Police raided a human rights training workshop on intersex rights in the Ho Volta region of the country. The 21 people in attendance, who became known as the Ho 21, were all arrested by police and charged with unlawful assembly. They were detained for almost a month before being released. In that time, the Ho 21 were denied bail multiple times and endured humiliation and abuse at the hands of the authorities and other prisoners because of their sexuality. A year on, on 14 June, two separate suits were filed in the Ghana High Court against the Inspector General of Police and the Attorney General of Ghana for violating the claimant's human rights, according to Mamba Online. A report by Human Rights Watch, HRW, described the horrific conditions and abuse the Ho 21 had to face. One of the Ho 21, who was intersex, stated that she, quote, was stripped naked and tortured in police custody. She added that officials forcefully examined her genitals, shoved her into a male cell, insisted that she was not a woman, and encouraged male prisoners to rape her. Two male inmates stopped the others from harming her. The Ho 21 were granted bail after almost a month of being in police custody on 11 June 2021. In August 2021, the case against them was dropped due to insufficient evidence, but the damage had been done. Most of the Ho 21 were outed to their friends and family following the incident. In the HRW report, one other detainee said, quote, My life has never been the same again, even now, because I'm in hiding. I've become something else in the eyes of my family. Even some of my friends that I knew when I was back home, they've all changed towards me. The insults I've been getting, my husband neglecting me, even my parents, it's not easy for me. It's not easy at all. The first suit is on behalf of the three of the Ho-21 detainees who want the government to answer for violating their freedom of assembly, discrimination, unlawful arrest, and detention and malicious prosecution. Their suit seeks to invoke Resolution 275 of the African Commission on Human Rights and People's Rights, which, quote, expresses grave concern about increasing violence and other human rights violations, including murder, rape, assault, in respect to persons based on their real or perceived sexual orientation or gender identity. The African Commission adopted this in 2014 and called on African nations to address LGBT plus violence and prejudice. Many have not taken heed. The second suit is on behalf of the intersex woman who was harassed and assaulted because of her intersex identity. She was forced to flee the country after the fact. The activists are being supported by the Queer Ghana Education Fund, QUGEF, Coalition for Support GH, along with other LGBTQ plus groups and the Initiative for Strategic Litigation in Africa, ISLA. 
Ghana continues to have a hardline attitude towards LGBTQ plus people in the country, making it impossible and difficult for many of them to live in the country. At present, same-sex relationships are punishable offense in Ghana with a prison sentence of up to three years. However, homophobic laws could worsen if the promotion of proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian Family Values Bill is passed in Parliament. This bill would criminalize anyone who identifies as LGBTQ+, and could also make advocating for LGBT plus rights an offense with a prison sentence of up to 10 years. Next up is a piece published at usnews.com related to protests of mining in Peru. A community in Peru's Andes Mountains on Wednesday suspended their blockade of a highway used by MMG Limited's Las Abambas copper mine, agreeing to negotiate with the government and the company over the road's use, one of the community leaders said. Quote, it's a truce that will last until Wednesday of next week. If a solution is not found, we will restart the protest, Efrain Mercado, president of the Mara District Defense Front, told Reuters by telephone. Residents in the Mara District of the Apurimac region had blocked the highway with sticks and rubber tires, according to photos published on Twitter and confirmed to Reuters by a community leader. The blockade signaled a new conflict just two weeks after the mining firm resumed operations following another protest that forced La Bambas to shut down for more than 50 days, the longest in the mine's history. A source close to La Bambas said earlier on Wednesday it was not immediately clear if the protest had affected transportation of copper concentrate from the mine. Protesters on Wednesday morning had been demanding payment for use of the road, according to a source close to the company and a protest leader. Quote, We are blocking the road because the government is delaying land appraisals on properties through which the road passes. It is an indefinite protest, Alex Roque, one of the Mara District's leaders, told Reuters before the blockade was suspended. Peru is the world's number two copper producer, and Chinese-owned La Bambas is one of the world's largest producers of the red metal. The protests and shutdown have caused a major problem for the leftist administration of President Pedro Castillo, who came to office last year pledging to redistribute mining wealth, but who is also under pressure to grow the economy. Los Bombas alone accounts for 1% of Peru's gross domestic product. And finally for this episode, a piece published at csmonitor.com, written by Munza Mushtaq. For two months, Mohamed Shermila has camped outside the president's office in the capital city of Colombo, Sri Lanka, withstanding the blazing hot sun and the occasional torrential downpour to demand the resignation of the powerful leader, Godobaya Rajapaksa. We won't go until he goes, she says from her blue tent filled with Sri Lankan flags. A Muslim street vendor here, Ms. Shermila, is one of the hundreds of Sri Lankans who have hunkered down in the makeshift Gada Go Gama GGG village since April as the island nation buckles under its worst economic crisis in recent history. Years of mismanagement have resulted in severe shortages of essentials like fuel and cooking gas, as well as daily power cuts and surging prices. In a country that's long struggled with ethnic and religious conflict, GGG isn't just a protest hub, but a rare glimpse into what a unified Sri Lanka could look like. 
Within the sprawling tent city, generations of mistrust between groups such as Sinhalese Buddhists, Hindu Tamils, and Muslims appear to give way to fellowship, tolerance, and learning. Here, Sri Lankans are coming together with one goal, send their elected president home. Shamara Wetamuni, a University of Oxford history scholar, says it takes courage for minority groups to engage in the protests, given years of persecution by the state and majority Buddhist community. Nevertheless, she describes GGG as, quote, the most united protest we have seen in recent times, and says that while it doesn't guarantee lasting peace, this period of cooperation could make way for stronger democracy post-crisis. Gotta Go Gamma has received support from across the island in creative and unique ways, she says. The effects of such experiences may not translate into solidarities overnight, but I'm optimistic that in the long term, we'll be in a better place than we are now. Although the protests have been peaceful and government officials have not disrupted activities at GGG, a group believed to be government loyalists attacked protesters on May 9 and set fire to some tents. After that attack, then-Prime Minister Mahinda Rajapaksa, the president's eldest brother, resigned, and the new Prime Minister, Ranil Wickremesinghe, called for an investigation while extending his support to the protesters. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter, at People Revolting. Keep revolting. And thanks for listening. If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on, the people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.